Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you all so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. I really do appreciate your time. Uh, Shouts out to everybody that has been uh, chiming in. I apologize. uh, I haven't made shows in the last couple of days. I'm actually in a process of orientation at my job, so it's a three-day event. Uh, the reason why this uh, podcast isn't going to be that long, but this is going to be a little bit of a mailbag from the Who That Nation. Going to be answering some of the questions that uh, people have inboxed me. Uh, if you have any questions, you can always send your questions to State of the Saints at gmail.com or you can go to facebook.com, search the State of the Saints podcast and inbox uh, me there. But uh, let me go ahead and start with opening statement. Um, you know, I haven't made a video since uh, the the day after the game press conference uh, by head coach Dennis Allen. I think he spoke about 17 minutes, if I'm not mistaken, about uh, the team and the direction that they're going in. And he said that they're not going to give up and they're going to keep on fighting. They're going to compete their tail off. Not the exact word that he used, but we, we know when he, he said they wanted to compete. And, um, you know, it, it sounds all good, and and that's fine. You know, I expect for the New Orleans Saints to continue to compete. I think that that uh, kind of would help the cause of Dennis Allen if the Saints continue uh, to compete. Uh, what will not help his cause if the Saints go out there and they just phone it in. Uh, they have a big primetime matchup versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, believe it or not, the Saints still have a very glim hopes of making the postseason, uh, but they have to go ahead and win out, and it starts with a division uh, foe, which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, that'll be fine and dandy, you know, and I would feel some type of way about the press conference if, you know, I didn't have 12 weeks of uh, an up team, you know, a, a very undisciplined team. I, I think I would be more confident, and I think I would give them the benefit of the doubt, but as we can see, uh, the New Orleans Saints are not a very good football team. They're not a very good coach football team, and I just don't understand it. I, I just don't understand why 
there is a lack of um, attention to this. I feel like, you know, Dennis Allen as a head coach, I think he gets the benefit of the doubt a little bit too much when it comes to uh, the feedback, when it comes to him. I think that people uh, talking about, oh, I know what he's trying to do versus what he's actually doing. Um, you got to be real with yourself. All right. This guy has taken the Saints team who have been a very disciplined team, one of the most uh, competitive teams of the last decade and a half. And in less than a year, he has turned them into one of the worst teams. And people can talk about, oh, you know, they got Andy Dalton as a quarterback. If you don't like Jameis Winston, you think he's a turnover machine. Oh, he got Jameis Winston. Oh, Taysom Hill, he, he's a he's a football player masquerading as a quarterback, regardless to the fact the reality is Dennis Allen has proven for his not just his first stop, but the second stop that he's not a very good coach. And we can talk about putting things around him. And if he had this and if he had that, look, no NFL coach right now is dealing with a perfect situation. Nobody. You have injuries, but you still have to go out there. and You have to coach the team that you have. Uh, you know, shortcomings, you got things that you have to deal with consistently, but they still find ways to win. And I just feel like people are just justifying Dennis Allen a little bit too much for my liking. And also, I think they're justifying uh, the quarterback play a little bit too much. Now, I understand why people are doing some of these things. I understand that, you know, you got a job to do. And I do also understand that, you know, there are certain practices and, you know, maybe the organization wants individuals to, you know, not be as blatant, you know, as some organizations. You know, if you go to like New York or Philly, you know, the media uh, has a tendency of being a little bit more rough. It's a little bit more laid back when it comes to um, the New Orleans Saints and a small media market. But look, I, I don't knock anybody for that. I think everybody has their own opinion, but but we got to be real about this. This is this isn't working. Um, and the only thing that you can basically judge Dennis Allen on now is what he did back then. Now, when he first got to the Saints, I feel like you should have given him an opportunity. I'm always big on uh, helping a person or a person uh, giving them an opportunity, I should say, at changing the narrative about how the world sees them, like how. You know, because people always are trying to overcome things. You have people that start off a little bit slow, you know, and then they start to kind of, you know, find their groove. I mean, you look at Geno Smith out there in Seattle. It took him a while. You look at Daniel Jones out in New York. Seems like he's finding his groove. Even Josh Allen, you know, he was uh, when he first got into the league, he wasn't as accurate or as, as big of a playmaker as he is right now. So it takes guys time in order for them to find their groove. But what happens when, you know, a guy comes in, you know, and he didn't have a good outing the first time. And you're seeing some of the same things that got him fired from his last job. I just think that we just need to put emphasis on this because I just think that you're doing uh, the public a disservice when you're trying to, uh, you know, take up for, you know, take up for this situation because this is bad. I mean, if the Saints were, you know, middle of the pack or if the New Orleans Saints were, you know, still fighting and you can tell like, you know, like, okay, they have a shot to win the game. Then I'll be like, okay, fine. I mean, you see it out in Dan, with Dan Campbell with the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions, you know, they're trying to find ways to win. They're fighting, they're scratching, they're clawing. Uh, you know, they're doing everything they can to try to get wins. I mean, you see the fight and the grit. But the Saints, to me, 
are a very inconsistent team. One week you're looking like your world beaters, and then the next week it's looked like you forgot how to play football in general. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact of Dennis Allen not getting his team prepared. And also it's very alarming when you go into the half, you don't make adjustments, and you come out looking even worse than you did before. You have to put emphasis on this. And, you know, also kind of sweeping under the rug, you know, some of the decision-making of Andy Dalton or decision-making of some of these players. Like, I, I'm just not down with that, okay? I I'm, I'm I just can't roll with that. I am the type of person I am going to tell you how it is. Like, I, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't care who likes it. I don't care who, who has a problem with it because at the end of the day, I mean – you're going to be successful regardless. Like, you ain't got to go alone and get along by everything. I understand that there are things that you have to do in order for, you know, you know your your brand to grow or, or your attention to grow, but that, that's just not me, not, not at this expense. The Saints are not a good football team. It's just plain and simple. And anybody that's trying to justify Dennis Allen as a head coach or justify his decisions or, you know, making it seem like it's not that big of a deal, they're wrong, and it is. It's, it's just that simple. Um, I just want to see this team uh, be consistent, all right? If you're consistently bad, be consistently bad. If you're going to be good, be consistently good. But like I said, you go out there one week, you look impressive, you're putting up really good numbers offensively and defensively, and then the next week it's like you forgot how to play the game of football. Just don't – I just do not uh, like the direction the Saints are going in and – I am going to continue to advocate until uh, something changes uh, about Dennis Allen not being the right guy for the job. And I'm pretty sure the way things are going is looking like they're probably going to use P. Carmichael as a scapegoat. I don't see the New Orleans Saints uh, firing uh, Dennis Allen after one year unless, you know, I think the fans will probably have to have something to do with that. Maybe, you know, a silent protest, not showing up to the games, not buying merchandise probably going to have to go that route but i think they're going to probably end up bringing back dennis allen uh next year and maybe getting themselves another offensive coordinator i think that he is a good coordinator i think he knows how to coach the heck out of some defense but when it comes to the overall game and understanding guys and putting guys in a position to succeed and also understanding the ebbs and flows of the game i think he lacks in that department and i think that he probably puts too much emphasis on his side of all, which is defense, because when he starts talking, he starts building up and, and propping up what the defense did, you know, because that's his calling card, right? So if the offense is struggling, it's like, oh, well, it ain't my fault. But guess what? If you were the defensive coordinator, it wouldn't be your fault. But when you're the head coach, it is, okay? Because you have to be able to understand what the offense is doing. If it's not working, you got to do, you, you got to do something about it. I just think that his, his uh, laid-back demeanor – uh, is not translating to this team. Uh, I just think that you you don't have to be a yeller or a screamer. You ain't got to be out here throwing stuff and, and knocking over water coolers. I mean, we've seen guys like Lovey Smith, uh, guys like Tony Dungy. You know, they they have that that quiet approach about themselves. You know, they're, they're educators. You know, they're not sitting out here cursing or they're not out here just being, uh, you know, super angry about the situation. Jim Caldwell is another guy that I can think about. You know, they got they got a calm demeanor. Andy Reid is another guy, you know, who has a calm demeanor about himself. So it, I understand that that works. But the difference between them and Dennis Allen is those guys not only can teach, they can actually see the game and feel the game 
and the ebbs and flows of the game as it's going on. And I just feel like that's something that Dennis Allen is lacking. I don't know why we just don't want to bring that to the forefront. I don't know why we just kind of may say it and just kind of slide through it and probably follow it up with a good quality. I don't know. But I'm not seeing too many good qualities when it comes to the head coaching. Like defensively, he's not telling us anything we don't already know. As an overall head coach, not so good. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, read some of the questions that I have here. Uh, Shouts out to everybody that, uh, you know, chimed in. Uh, This is from Saints fan uh, Till I Die. Uh, It says, should we reign MD and move him uh, to uh, defensive tackle? He's 290. Cam should go inside too. He's 287. We need quicker, faster, speedier uh, defensive guys. Well, you know, that's a good – that's a good observation right there. Um, I just think that the mode is changing when it comes to the pass rushers. You look at guys that have been dominating on uh, the league and has been getting double-digit sacks. It's more like the T.J. Watt size guys, the Joey Bosa type guys. Like Joey Bosa is not 290. He's probably around 260, 270. Uh, these guys are, are faster. You know, they're, they're almost like linebackers slash pass rushers. You know, like so – they're faster and they can get past those bigger offensive linemen quicker. I just think that the mode that the Saints defensive line was built is uh, guys with long wingspan uh, and guys, you know what I'm saying, that can kind of push those offensive linemen out the way. The problem is I feel like the Saints defensive line is almost built for a statue-type quarterback. These guys have long arms and they can push these offensive linemen back uh, into the pocket. But what happens when you have a quarterback that can be able to escape the pocket? You have to have an edge rusher that can be able to contain the edges, which Cam Jordan does a really good job of. But what you're actually seeing is guys who almost have that linebacker-type speed that can play the edge. And I just think that the Saints' defensive line, to me, is a little bit outdated. I just think that the style that they play is a little bit outdated. Not to say that these guys are bad, because they're not. Uh, I think that they – can get the job done. But the problem is, I just think that they're more of a traditional type pass rusher. You know, your pass rusher probably be able to, you know, control the edge more so than not and be able to maybe get some pressure on the quarterback. But I just think that the, the league is changing and you got to get more of these, these smaller guys and maybe even play a little bit more base defense. I mean, we've seen Zach Bond playing a game last week versus the 49ers. He got a pressure on Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, we've seen Caden Ellis. He's been finding success over the last couple of weeks, ranking very highly when it comes to pro football focus, which I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not really big on analytics because I just feel like analytics to me um, have left a bad taste in my mouth this season because it just seems to me people are using analytics to judge way too much, right? And sometimes, you know, those numbers can look good, but is it producing the results that you want? Like, is it is it translating into wins? I've been seeing a lot of this stuff. I hate to go on a tangent, but I'm just being real. I see a whole bunch of people, oh, man, the Saints got 59% this, 72% that, uh, red zone this, you know, Andy Dalton did this, but we ain't winning no game. So all these analytics and all these numbers out there, they can just go ahead and throw them things in the trash, to be quite honest with you, because I can care less. But Caden Ellis, uh, when it comes to the base defense, he's been playing really impressive. So I think that you need to go uh, that route if you want to be able to find success when it comes to the pass rush, because I think that the Saints, uh, they can get pass rush. You know, they'll probably have a really good week, and then they'll go two or three weeks without really getting the pressure that you need in order to affect the game. 
Saint Doug uh, asks, excuse me, where's Kirk Merritt? Uh, I'm pretty sure he's still on the practice squad. Um, I, I don't know. You know, I think that maybe uh, the emergence of Rashid Shaheed and um, you got some other guys out here that's making some plays. I just think that Kirk Merritt kind of fell, uh, you know, to the wayside. It's unfortunate. I think he had a really good preseason, but I just think that the Saints decided to go in a different direction. And I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, if you making a choice between Kurt Merritt and Rashid Shaheed, I think Rashid Shaheed is a good, a, a good uh, choice. I mean, he's he's played really well um, as far as uh, the games that he's played in. I mean, he had a really good game versus the 49ers. Uh, you know, you got to look at him a little bit differently that you'll probably do a, a Chris Olave or some of these top picks that play receiver. He's a guy that was undrafted. He was a guy that uh, started off uh, the season. He was hurt. Uh, so, you know, the fact that he's uh, coming into the game and also you're seeing guys like Marquez Callaway uh, stay on the sidelines, a guy who has been with the team for his third year and he's not getting any playing time. And then you also see Trey Quan Smith, who's also not getting many targets as well. So, you have to say that uh, he's really stepping up, and it's unfortunate for Kirk Barrett that it's not happening. But at the same time, you know, um, you know, Rashid Shahid is is not uh, making you question, you know, where is Kirk Barrett? It's more so like you want to see him play. But it's, uh, you know, you you can't you can't carry all the wide receivers. You know, I would love to see what Kirk Barrett can do. Uh, Dijon Dixon, you know, is another guy. I think he's still on the team somewhere, but. I just think that the Saints probably going to hold him off for another year, see where he's at, and maybe he'll be able to emerge to be that guy uh, that we need him to be next season. Or uh, he can be a guy that probably goes somewhere else and maybe it'll be effective and maybe get some playing time uh, also. Uh, the next question comes from Casey McNeil. Casey McNeil asks, uh, what do I think about the Saints this 2022 season? Uh, I pretty much uh, said this in my opening statement. Uh, I just think that they're a bad football team. It's just that plain and simple. I think they're badly coached. Uh, I think that this team uh, has taken huge steps back. Uh, I feel like there's very little accountability, which is the reason why we're seeing the same things happen over and over again. Uh, I feel like maybe uh, the co- like you have to look at the coaching also because uh, some of the guys that we have relied on for years to be the playmakers, to be the cornerstone players, to be the guys that we look to uh, for uh, hope and, and, and motivation. Those guys are the ones that's uh, letting us down. You know, Alvin Kamara fumbling, um, something that he does not do uh, often. Uh, Ryan Ramchek uh, causing the Saints yards in crucial situations, something that he really is not used to doing. He's an all-pro uh, type uh, right tackle. He's he's used to playing like some of his best ball. Uh, we're looking at guys like Davenport. He looks to me like he's a little bit out of shape. Um, you know, you, you're looking at some of these guys that, you know, that you respect to do some things and they're not doing anything at all. And um, I just think that that's because there's very little accountability. I, I mentioned before, like you've seen head coach Sean Payton, when he was with the Saints, you will see him when a guy fumbles, uh, you know, talking to him on the sidelines, stressing the importance of not putting the ball on the ground, helping them understand that that is a person's livelihood. That is uh, you're messing with people's families. You're messing with people's money. You're messing with teams' opportunities. He he was instilling that inside these players. And when I look at Dennis Allen, all I'm seeing him is folding his arms and, and, and looking like he's like a deer in the headlights. I mean, no motivation, no swag, no drip. 
I just think that that is the biggest issue when it comes to the New Orleans Saints, and it's it's pretty obvious, man. I, I don't see guys flying around the field. I don't see guys having fun. I just see a bunch of guys on the field that's trying to really focus on not making mistakes. It's guys that's trying to make sure that they run their routes uh, crisply. They're, they're, they're not have, like I said, they're not having fun. They're not playing free, and uh, I just think that that's a big issue. And attitude reflects leadership. So the issues that you're seeing with the New Orleans Saints has a very much to do with the head coach. I mean, I don't I don't think that it's uh I don't I don't think it's a coincidence that when you see Sean Payton on the sidelines, the 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 confidence that he has when he coaching it, the the players uh reflect that. And when you see Dennis Allen and his personality, you see the team reflecting that as well. So that that's that's what I feel about the team. Um I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Uh I don't think that uh Andy Dalton is the answer. Uh, I don't think that uh, you're going to uh, be able to sustain success, uh, winning one, losing two, winning one, losing three, just not going to happen. I just feel like the Saints better be very, very careful because when you look at this division, you're seeing a lot of these teams in the division, maybe for the exception of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you're seeing them bringing in young guys. They're a couple pieces away from really being legitimate contenders and really having a stranglehold on this division for years to come. The Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who pushed all of their chips to the table over the last two to three years, have uh, you know really went out here trying to get these seasoned veterans and just trying to win now. And you look at the Carolina Panthers and Atlanta Falcons, they're, they're stacking the deck. So the Saints better be careful. If you bring it back Dennis Allen, you better be you better be definitely sure that you're putting some things around him to compensate for his ineptitude as a head coach. That's that's just my honest. And humble opinion. Uh, let me see if I can uh, read one more. Uh, this one right here comes from uh, Reginald. He says, do you believe that the Saints will win out? Uh, absolutely not. Um, I don't think the Saints are going to win out. Uh, that press conference by Dennis Allen that the Saints are going to compete and try hard and all that kind of stuff and all that rah-rah stuff, that's cool, but I don't think they're going to win out. Uh, I think they're probably going to lose more games than they're going to win, and I just think that Mickey Loomis and the Saints Trust, uh, Dennis Lausha and, and Gail Benson, they need to have a, a, a talk and be able to evaluate this because the morale of the Houdat Nation is, is very, very low. And if you go out here and bring this dude back, you better make sure that you're making some positive changes to make this team competitive and make Saints fans excited about going into the 2023 season. But I haven't seen morale this low in a very long time. And you also have a lot of fans who have not been in this position before, who have not been uh, in this this losing situation where, you know, you go from, okay, the Saints, man, they, they probably going to win this weekend. If they lose, it's kind of like you're mad because you know they had a chance because they're a really good football team. Now it's like, you know, the game is on while I'm cooking, a, you know, while I'm cooking my chicken or, you know, the game is on in the background while I'm cleaning up my house. They're a very boring team. Like, if, if you're not a fan of the New Orleans Saints, like, I mean, you don't want to watch them. Like, seriously, like, they 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 suck. Like, they're boring. Uh, You know, it, it's it's like watching paint dry, watching this New Orleans Saints team. It's like watching a golf tournament. You know, like your, your grandpa, your uncle, you know, falling asleep with the remote in his hand, with the, you know, reclined back. You know what I'm saying? The drool out his mouth. That's kind of how it is when it, when it comes to watching these Saints games. It's boring. There's very little – to no excitement going on. So hopefully uh, they figure it out. Uh, the Saints Trust figure it out because 
it's going to be a hard sell right now uh, trying to convince people to give Dennis Allen a second chance going into the season when you got so many Saints fans want him to uh, get his behind kicked about the door. But I would love to hear from you. Uh, what do you all think about the New Orleans Saints? Uh, what do you think about Dennis Allen's comments to continue to compete? Uh, what do you think about, uh, you know, the Saints pass rush? And also, what do you think about the team as a whole? Comment down below, like and share this video. This has been the State of the Saints podcast. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com. Search the State of the Saints podcast. Facebook.com, search The State of the Saints podcast, and previous episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Anchor FM. Till next time, all I got to say is, who that?